The Morning After podcast with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews is going to sound like it's brought to you by the Kansas City Chiefs and football in general. Because honestly, Jenny, we're in Kansas City. We're in the heart of it. We're about to host our fourth consecutive AFC championship game. There is... I've, I've been having struggles as a radio person. Like, obviously, we're going to talk about the Chiefs a lot on our show, but like, I feel like we need to talk about other things as well. I can't find anything else to talk about. My social media feeds are all Chiefs related, and that is fine by me. It's fun. I love the little stories that are coming out of it. Like, we read it on the air. Actually, we put it up on our um, Q104 Instagram at Q104KC, but that letter from a Bills fan mm-hmm. who was here, and um, just like the hospitality of our city and just all the things. It was just a. N- if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to Q104KC. It's on our Instagram there, and um, and you can read it. But And I'm grateful for that because it always is a risk when you travel to cheer for your team in another city, especially in a high-stakes playoff game. Um, that's one of the cool things. You know me. I like to travel way more than you do. And I've traveled to root for my teams on the road in several different cities, and I've had... The key to it is, as soon as you sit down, you're wearing the other colors. You're wearing the wrong colors, right? As soon as you sit down, you make friends. You say, hey, guys, what's going on? And I, like me, I'll always say, I'll, I'll say, hey, how you doing? And they'll kind of go, yeah, how are you? And I'll be like, I'll be like, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna, I always say, I'm going to make a deal with you right now. I promise you this. I am going to cheer as loud as I can for my team. And I did travel from, you know, I did travel to see this game, uh, but I promise I won't cheer negatively towards your team. I'm going to cheer for my team loud, right. but I'm not going to be a douchebag towards your team. Like, yeah. so let's, let's, and, and there'll be some good natured ribbing, of course, but at the end of the day, I usually, I've, there, I went to a hockey game in Nashville cheering for St. Louis instead of Nashville. And we end up sitting in this section that like has all these season ticket holders. They're diehards. They had like planned chants and everything. Like it was wild to be a part of it. And I remember they won that night. And at the end of it, I went a couple rows up to a guy who I think was the ringleader and starting all the chants. I shook his hand. I said, I just want you to know, I, I, it was great sitting with you. I know we root for different teams, but it was great sitting yeah. with you. And you guys made this a riot. And uh, and they would shoot some shots at us, but we were it was four of us. We were all radio DJs. So we're pretty quick-witted, so we were kind of jabbing back with them. But it was all in good fun. Nothing really got out of hand. And at the end, went up, shook his hand. I said, hey... Great sit with you guys. You guys have a great totally. thing going here. And it was just, it was such a cool experience. But that's to be how it should be. I really hate when things turn ugly. And it does, it happens. But I, I'm much more in favor of that. Let's just all, look, we're all rooting for our own team, but, you know, yeah. let's have a little fun with it. it we all, we're all here to watch some good football. And the yeah. one thing we talked about on the air this week that was a little, little controversy. At Brittany Mahomes, or Brittany Mahomes, Brittany Matthews, soon to be Brittany Mahomes, but with her spraying champagne on the people beneath her at the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, look, I do think it was all just because she was excited. And look, I mean, her man is, is doing awesome. She's he's no bigger fan out there, right? Mm-hmm. But we talked about it on the air and how there were a lot of people that were real ticked off because it was cold. What was the temp? I don't even know. It was in the 30s. I, I mean, well, and then by the, this was the end of the game, too. So the sun is long set. You're probably down in the 20s, maybe the upper teens. I, I don't have that information it in front of me. Cold. And I'm a weather dork. I should have that information. But definitely told to be, to be walking to your car covered in champagne. Yeah. And I think if you're um, if you were partying super hard and you're. I would say on the younger side, too, you'd be real excited, like, yeah, girl, like, let's get it, you know, get that champagne all over me, whatever. But I think that if I'm thinking about myself, if I'm at the game, I'd be like, come on, like, really? I would have been irritated. I've I've seen recently, because, you know, I 
if I'm if I'm being honest, I do go back and forth on it because I, I can understand her getting super jacked. And look, let's be probably a couple cocktails up there. Why wouldn't you? I, I would if I were there. So. I'm sure she did. Right. Yeah. And so and so maybe feeling the buzz plus the excitement of what was the arguably the most incredible game in football history in which her husband led the charge back to one whose adrenaline wouldn't be through the roof. But at the same time, and I know some fans that were down there going, yeah, spray us, but not all the not fans all were. Not all the fans, right. And it's interesting because I've seen, I, you know what, I've seen a lot of, of uh, prominent female sports media people on Twitter here in Kansas City absolutely going to bat for Brittany Matthews and saying, and saying, let her celebrate her man. And I'm like, you know what, that's a really good point. But also... Don't spray a whole section with champagne because not everyone wants to be sprayed is also a good point. I see both sides. We always say this, Mike. It's it's all about intent. You know, we're all going to upset people in this life. It's just how it goes. But it's all about intent. And I do not absolutely think for one minute that she was trying to be terrible to people. I think, if anything, she's just so excited. And that's wonderful. But, yeah, you do. But when you're in a position like that, you do have to think, okay, let me put, you know, take a step back for a second mm-hmm. and just think like maybe this isn't the best idea. But I think the thing is she's she gets some yeah I mean someone's always saying something about her and then Jackson his brother of course like everybody's you know all over him. So you had said to me um, that this is that's the perception outside of Kansas City that people literally are not rooting for us and a lot of people aren't because of those two. And I said, no, no, no. Like, that's just something. That's like stuff we know. Like, nobody knows that. So Mm-mm. I text my nephew in Maryland, who is an enormous sports fan, and I put the question out there to him. And real quick, yeah. your nephew lives on the East Coast. Totally. No ties to Kansas City whatsoever. Other is than just, me. Is, is just a large sports fan in general. In general. Okay. And when his team isn't, you know, in the game, it's he's, he's picked another team to right. root for. He just loves sports. And he said... Oh my gosh, he wrote me back immediately and he's like, oh no, Mike is totally right and I can't stand them and no one can stand them and da 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 da. And he had something more. The beef was with um, when Jackson was dancing on the field making a TikTok and he, my, he's a big Washington football fan. Right. And so what you're referencing is the Washington, the, when Kansas City played Washington this year in Washington, it was. Uh, Sean Taylor is the name of the right. uh, long, longtime Washington who passed away and was a very good football player and that they had finally put his number with a heart. And it was painted on the field. And we, we all remember the story. That's when, when Jackson was in that roped off area, which they were directed to be in that area. But then when he did a TikTok dance on the memorial of this mm. past very awesome football player who would honestly destroy Jackson Mahomes within two seconds. Uh, but, you know, I do. But go that back. goes you've, back to intent. You, I was just going to go there. You've told me about that. You, you've yeah. actually opened my eyes to that. I had never thought of that before. And it's a great way to view life. Mm-hmm. Let Jenny Matthews be your educator Just here, people. Let me mentor. No, for real. <laughs> no. Because whenever somebody does something to tick you off, or it ticks a lot of people off, look at their intent. Like as much as I, I, I understand why people may be a little annoyed with Patrick's brother, but do you? I, I can't honestly, in my heart, say that I think that he purposely intended to disrespect this dead man. I, I, I don't. I don't believe he intended to. Do, I think it was a boneheaded move and a little more self-awareness would have helped. Again, self-awareness. But I don't I don't think he intended like, ha Sean Taylor, I'm going to dance on his memorial. Huh? I don't think Jackson had that in his no, heart. No, I hope not. And if he did, well, that was dumb and you're terrible. Like, that's not nice. You know what I mean? But I don't. I really think it's just about intention. And I also think just in general, I mean, they're so young. Mike, God forbid yeah. there were social media or cameras when I was in my late teens, early 20s. I mean, I would be I mortified. All of it. Who wouldn't? Mm-hmm. Seriously. So we have to take that into account also. Um, they are okay. so but, young. But okay, real talk. And I'm, I'm glad, 
I'm glad that when you said this, I was paying attention because you've said it a couple times now, and I think it's 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 a life lesson that, quite honestly, I wish I would have known before I met you, but judge based on people's intent. Mm-hmm. You see them doing something stupid, we have all done something stupid. We've all done something that we regret. Look at intent. Did they intend to hurt anybody? And I think even though we may get, Kansas, a lot of people get annoyed at their actions, and I, and I see why, but at the same time, they're not intending to hurt anyone yeah, and that's and that is that is a, that's a great point I think of the times in my life where and I can't give you a specific example right now but where I I said something and I hurt somebody and I absolutely didn't mean to and then I found out that person's upset and I thought oh my gosh like but you have to forgive me because you have to know that I didn't mean anything by that and when something is you know then have a conversation but um but yeah it's it's just it's about intent well, let's so. be honest like like 20 years ago it, isn't it interesting how every generation there are words that are brought to light that you realize, like maybe you said these words as a kid on the playground, and then as an adult, you're educated more, you're, you're a different person. You're mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said these words. For me growing up, let's get real here. For me growing up, and I'm in third grade on the pr- playground, it was nothing for me to call another kid the R word. I know. Like, and it, again, and we're at real talking here. If you're offended right now, well, you I hope would never not. do it now. Right. That's the thing. Because, because I'm in third grade, and to me, that word. I didn't understand the sting that word might have on somebody or the other F word. Like, I'm serious. And, and you, now as, as a 35-year-old adult, my goodness, like, I would, but, but it's crazy how people are held accountable for something they did 20 years ago. Yeah, I have you're a, a problem with that. Well, and the world changes. I mean, even I watch like 80s um, movies and things, and, I, and I, there are references and things and things they say in the movie that I'm like, you could, you could never you could never. And I, look, I don't know. To be clear, I think our society has gotten a little too sensitive about uh, some things. I would agree with that. But I do think there are some things like the R word is a perfect example that absolutely needed to stop. And it pretty much did. I don't hear anybody has, saying that word. It hasn't 100 percent stopped. And, and none of the words are going to 100 percent stop. There are always going to be those people mm-hmm. who do have that bad intent, mm-hmm. at which case, yes, then they should face the consequences of their action. Totally. Um but yeah, I mean, okay, so let's let's move on. Let's focus on what's ahead to uh, this weekend. The uh, Cincinnati Bengals are coming to Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals come to Arrowhead Stadium, and, and we uh, it was very cool because earlier this week we were reached out to by radio station B105 in Cincinnati, and and they they want to throw down a little wager. Today. Which I'm here for it. Now we should back up. So we did this um, with was it Cleveland? It was Cleveland. It was yeah. Waz and Carlette. It was 99.5 WGAR. Oh, I Cleveland, love that you Ohio. remember that. I could remember that. Oh yeah. Well, I, f- I still follow all of them on social media because I, I I feel like we made some friends up no, there. No, they're super in great. the dog pound. Up and there. we did. And so the dog pound. So if we had lost the game, we would have had to have eaten dog food, Ugh. which I had rigged for us anyway. I was going to put Cocoa Puffs in the dog food bag. It would have been yeah. fine. Hey, Waz and Carlette, if you're listening, yeah, we were, we were going <laughs> to we eat Cocoa Puffs and you would have never <laughs> known never the difference. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they ended up having to jump into, was it Lake Erie? Lake Erie, the Great Lakes. And what was the temp? Like something it was January. stupid. If I remember correctly, it was 13 degrees that day when they had to jump in the water. It and was, they did it. Sports. They're, you know what, Jenny? They're better people than us because we. There was no way they could have rigged. Puffs. Yeah, they they would have been able. They would have been able to rig it. There was no way you could rig that. There was no rigging. <laughs> um, but yeah, we. But that was difficult then, and they, so then we got offered to do some t- sort of a wager this time, and we're like, okay, we don't want to do anything where we're going to hate watching the game because mm-hmm. you and I both we were texting during that game, and we were like, I don't. This is this is terrible. Like Any, I'm, I was not happy. So anybody who does a little gambling on a game knows that gambling. When done responsibly, of course, can make a game more exciting to watch because you have more of a stake in it, right? Uh, And you know, financial gambling is fine, but yeah, with the with the 
with the stunts or things like that. I, I was with you. I was really not looking forward to mm-hmm. But this bet I'm excited about, and we'll share it with you. The, the bet that we are uh, doing with Cincinnati is one that it'll be embarrassing, but it won't be absolutely miserable. We'll all get a good laugh out of it. And uh, I certainly hope we don't have to do this, though. I don't think we're going to. And that's why I ordered our little outfits on Amazon, because oh it'll gosh. be very easy to return. Again, we're going to have to return them because... Regardless, yeah. Um, so we will have to go down to the plaza. Well, this is for oh, either this, either side. Oh, either side, yeah. We'll have to do this. They'll, they'll have to go to one of their plaza-type areas, and we'll go to our plaza. And we would have to wear these little... Uh, I bought, like, Bengals... Tutus. Look, we're going to look like Bengals cheerleaders, all right? We are a little like tiger ears and tails, and we're going to have to, you know, go down to the plaza and wear that. But they bought. Well, well, hold on. Not only go down there and walk around, but we have to do a cheer. Yes. We have to do like a a, a Bengals cheer, which, which, by the way, like if we. Do we have to write the cheer? Or or, or do do. you think think they would want to write the cheer if they. I think we write the cheer, and I think we we tailor that to. Yes, we have to be embarrassed a little bit, but. See, but but well, hold Maybe on. Dig in. Let me flip the script though. <laughs> if when the Chiefs win, I would almost like to write the cheer that they oh, have to recite. Well, yeah. See now, when you put it that way. You know, maybe. Okay. Well, anyway, they're going to have to go down. This is what they're going to have to do because we're going to win. Right. Um, they're going to have to dress up like Chiefs cheerleaders. Only in addition to that, they've purchased the, uh, we've all seen it, the, the Mahomes wig and, um, oh, yeah. you know, headband situation. Yeah. And they're going to have to go down to their bit real popular area. And, I believe it's uh, called perform. Fountain Square. Okay. And since if you've ever been, apparently that's the big populated area down there in Cincinnati. So I'm here for it. I'm okay with this bet, though. It's It's in good fun. Nobody has to eat anything or jump into water. Here's the hilarious part. I told my wife about this, and Katie, I don't think you realize the hornet's nest you may have stirred here, but she's like, oh my God, I kind of hope the Chiefs lose because I have (laughs) leggings that you can wear. And I'm like, hold on. I'm like, Katie, I get that you would like to laugh at me wearing (laughs) leggings in public, but you can't go around this town right now saying you hope the Chiefs lose for that reason. You cannot have that cannot attitude. Say, well, on another note, I ordered the, the our, our little our little outfits so on Amazon, and my my husband gets like everything that we buy on Amazon goes right to his phone. He was mm-hmm. like, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of amazing, also. Uh, no, but I tell you what, very cool crew over there at B105 in Cincinnati. I don't know if you ever and if you're ever passing through town for whatever reason you happen to need to turn on the radio uh we, we recommend you check them out they're very fun to work with uh perfect level of of competitiveness mm-hmm. but also silliness which kind of goes back to being the road fan like i feel like that's the way it should be i have to be honest in life i don't under- understand why we can't just have that mentality like even just in radio like there are some radio people who are so competitive you know maybe even we we know them because we've worked with them before but now they're mm-hmm. at a competing radio station and they're mm-hmm. just you know it's all daggers and just snarky comments. I don't understand that. We are all in the same industry. We're all trying to just do our job and have a little fun. Yeah, we've all, and and this is a good little behind the scenes radio across all of Kansas City. Like anybody who's on the radio in Kansas City, for the most part, we all know each other. Maybe aren't like best friends or whatever, but it's, it's a healthy level of respect and professionalism no matter what. And then, yeah, we have friends who have 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 had an opportunity to go work for a competitor just like in any industry and maybe they make a little more money their situation's a little better good for you congratulations like go right. be happy that's great uh if it weren't for people leaving this radio station i would have never been partnered up with you and this is the greatest part professional partnership i've had in my life i couldn't agree with you more never would have had this chance because people just that's the thing about kansas city people don't leave you know people we like it here so everybody wants to stay well that kind of sucks for radio jobs because there's just not that many yeah you have to wait for somebody to 
retire. Well, I mean, if I'm being honest, one of my, I think the biggest draws to our show, and this is just, this is my opinion, is that it is something new and fresh. Mm -hmm. I do feel like there are some shows here that have been around for so long that they're, it, it's it's maybe a little stale. I don't know. That's my opinion. Like for me, like especially as a younger radio listener, I wouldn't want to listen to the same show my parents did. Like in me, for me, that I would think that would be lame as a teenager or whatever. Growing I'm up. with you on that, but I also understand people get into their habits and mm-hmm. they have their people. I mean, I I get that um, because there are sometimes I watch certain, not necessarily local, but just some sh- there are channels I watch and I think this isn't really. This isn't good. <laughs> I'm just used to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's that. But no, anyway. Um, but about the game, back to that. I, I, I'm i okay with it. If we have to go do what we have to do on the plaza, like that's fine. And let's not forget those Bengals beat us late in this. It was like week 16 or week 17, I think. they mm-hmm. be, it was, This was less than a month ago. What was the score? Do you remember? It was a close game. Okay. And I remember we were at Cincinnati. This game is a playoff game. It is at Arrowhead yeah, Stadium. Arrowhead. Excuse me. It is at G-E-H-A Field at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeehaw! Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, that has I, to make a difference. And especially as loud as we are, it, will. it has to make a difference. That Have you seen that going around the internet? So Joey Burrow, their quarterback, by the way, super cool guy. Like if he wasn't playing the Chiefs, obviously. I, I, I like the guy. The guy seems very likable and just a cool dude. Um, Joe Burrow has said, you know, so when he played his college football, he played uh, at LSU, which is part of the SEC. And um, he has gone on record saying, uh, and I don't think he said this recently, like leading up to this game, but I think it's a quote that that's come back into the light because of the fact that he's going to be at Arrowhead on Sunday. But he has said, you know, these NFL crowds don't bother me because the SEC crowds were way louder than any NFL oh, stadium no. I've ever been to. Mm. And I'm like, pal, you're in for something this yeah, Sunday. I don't think he knows. Like, uh... And again, I don't think he said this recently. I think this because I, I think I remember him saying this like his rookie year, which was last year. Mm-hmm. But I think that quote has now resurfaced, considering he is coming to the stadium that has been certified by the Guinness Book of World Records as being the loudest stadium in the world. Yeah. So, uh. so and, and you know what? We should give him a little rude awakening on Sunday. And I know you know the kingdom is going to come loud and proud. I'm excited because you know me. I'm not the world's biggest sports fan it's not like i just watch games every week because it's just my favorite thing to do but i do love it when it gets down to this exciting time you know i did this with the royals you know i Mm -hmm. i enjoy all the excitement of what's happening right now and um i'm kind of proud of myself i you know kind of watch the game now and i understand sort of what's happening i don't Mm. understand this is me with all sports i don't understand anything technical like don't Why is there a flag here? And like, what was a foul here? And this and that. I have what do you no mean? idea. What do you mean, ineligible receiver downfield? No idea. But I can follow. Like, it's to the point now where like I can follow the game. I know yeah. what's going on. So it's fun. It's a lot of fun. We had a caller not too long ago say that he had been a Chiefs season ticket holder for however many years he had been a season ticket holder. But um, he said he prefers going to the game instead of watching him on TV. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first thought about that was, I mean, I've been to enough games. Yeah, games are fun to go to. But I think I'm like you as a lot of people. I think a lot of people are kind of getting to the point where the NFL has done such a good job. It's a, it's a credit to them. They've done such a good job of being, of of making the game viewable and understandable yes. to the point where it's actually more convenient to watch it at home. I, I get frustrated when I'm at a game live and I don't see the yellow line for the first down. Listen, you're joking and I'm not. Like I'm for not me, joking. I'm, okay, because for me, like that is how I understand exactly what's going on. You need the yellow line. I need the yellow line. And sometimes I'm just gosh darn amazed at how they can put that line on there and then everybody's still walking over it, but it's not really there. Well, and then and then there's the other part where um like they'll, they'll now they'll put the I remember on that 13 second drive, 
the uh, the big fat red line they put on there. That's the, that's like they need to get to this line yep. so that the kicker has a better chance of making People it. People like me really appreciate those things. And I also think when you're at the actual game, there's so much stopping and starting and whatever. It, I, there's no commentary, obviously. So right. I do find it much harder to follow. Not to mention the fact that I love being curled up on my couch. I know you do. With the warmth of my pets beside me. Like, I'm here for it. In fact, this past Sunday, um, friends of ours were going over to one of our neighbors, coincidentally, and they said, you know, you, you guys should totally just join in and come and this is within walking distance from your house literally two houses away and i said oh my gosh you are so sweet to offer that and i think she thought like oh my gosh she's gonna be so excited to be able to do this and i said i there is not even a slice of a chance that that i'm leaving my living room have we told the story on the podcast yet of of my suggestion for the super bowl (laughs) we haven't we should tell this i i'll I'll stay you take it from you'll you'll take a but i said jenny i said jenny so okay (laughs) Yes, we work on a country station, but you and I appreciate all genres of music. You and I have both been on pop radio at one point in our careers, and we and we under, and we grew up. Like I grew up, I didn't really start even listening to country until I got into radio, and I really appreciated it. Yeah, it was early two thousands for me. But I'm a guy who grew up when I was in middle school, almost high school, is when like Eminem was the biggest thing in the universe, and every white kid had their hair dyed blonde and combed forward. Now, well, I was one of them. Well, and for me, it was my senior year of high school, and Dr. Dre, The Chronic, came out. Oh. It's like, are you kidding me right now? I mean, I don't care who you are or what kind of music you listen to. I feel like everybody loved that album. It, and then Snoop Dogg. Yeah, it ain't nothing but a G thing, oh baby. Oh my gosh. All right. So fun. What's my mother, mother name? Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. So... You and I share a an appreciation for that that style, I me mean, that genre, that We're that for generation. All of those people, the and entire halftime show. You and I are when when that was announced. You and I flipped our lids at the excitement of Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and and, and like, I'm Lamar. not I'm not huge on Kendrick Lamar. I like, like him. I'm, I'm kind of I was kind of done with rap by the time he came out, and I've heard great things about oh, him. I, I think I, once you see him perform, well, you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh, I gotta well, like get all his and music. I, and I know he's got this on it now. Me and Boo. Right. And, and like, I know that one. That's the only Kendrick song I know. But I know I know he's got a lot of respect in in his com- in, in in the in the rap community and and. Well, and they're am, all from that area and everything. I so am, Compton, I city am, of Compton. Well, M's like Eminem's from Detroit. Oh, that's true. But he's Dr. Dre. It's a West Coast. It's which, whatever. Yeah. I, I love that they do that. By the way, they they tailor the show to the region they're in. Since they're in Los Angeles, they're in L.A., so they went West Coast with it. And I'm just I'm here for everything about this halftime show. And I know that for me, my wife. Not a big fan of any of those artists. Your husband? He's a fan, but not. He's, he's not, not a music goober like we are. So you and I oh are God. like. <laughs> so I said, Jenny, here's what I think we should do. Uh-huh. I said, you guys should come down for the Super Bowl, but we're early birds. So you should come down for the first half of the Super Bowl. You should watch the halftime show, and then you should go home. And. Like, I love the idea of that. Love it. I can see it. Mm. I can just imagine having the nachos and the beverages and mm. just watching it. And we'd be so excited watching the halftime show. I don't want to leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> this is so me. I want to be invited. I just don't want to go. And you know me. I love you more than like anybody. I mean, you're my best friend. But I literally have no desire to watch that game anywhere than my living room. And that breaks my heart. I know. But I also so understand because then I thought about, I, I thought to myself, what if the script were flipped? What if you invited us up to your house and we would leave at halftime? And I'm kind of like, I don't want to do that at all. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. And I love me some Jenny Matthews and some Matthew Matthews and some Jules Matthews and some Miles Matthews. Yeah. 
But but uh, don't forget Oscar and Otis. Oscar, I am yeah, so sorry. Okay. I would bring them all the cheese and the and the maple bacon, maple <laughs> honey, ham, honey, maple turkey. Yeah, honey, it? maple. There's so many words, and I don't know. No, but I mean that's just it. And so it was like when my friend invited me to go up this the street, literally two houses away, and I just thought I have no desire. I just I don't know. I don't know if we're. I feel like there's probably more people than just us there's who a ton. feel that way. Yeah. There's a ton. There, there. Look, everybody is wired differently. Everyone has something that makes them unique. That's what. That's that's what's awesome about the world. Even the people we disagree with. Once you learn that just some people are just built and wired differently than you, mm-hmm. and you can kind of appreciate what makes them different and make, what makes you different from them. It becomes a wonderful world. But this was me in my life for a very long time. I was a people pleaser and I would just say yes and do things like I would have honestly old me a long time ago would have just been like, yeah, we'll, we'll come and not wanting to at all. Mm-hmm. And like actually hating it, like as I'm driving, like I can't believe I'm doing this, but then having a good time while I'm there, of course, you know, and sometimes that's it. Sometimes you just have to get out of your comfort zone. That's also I'm working on that. I'm trying to do it with concerts yes. after COVID right now. Yes. I, I'm By the way, sharp. Yeah. Quick, sharp Quick, sure, yes. Went to Ryan Hurd, the Ryan Hurd concert. Mm-hmm. So happy I stayed. I stayed through the whole show. Shut up. Thank God you did. Maren Morris came out. And Maren Morris came oh out. Oh, my God. And I just <laughs> thought that was like, okay, that's a little sign from God saying, hey, you got out of your house. I'm proud of you. You stayed for the whole show. Even more proud of you. Check this out. So... There, there is that comfort. But for football, eh, I'm going to stay home. Shout out to everyone who is wired differently than us. Oh, because and some love to go. And like, it was funny. We were doing whatever we were doing that that the day of the game. And um, and it was early in the day. And my husband was like, you know that there are people out there and been there for a couple hours already, like Dude. tailgating and doing the Dude. thing. And I was like, there's no way. No way. <laughs> I have laundry to do. <laughs> I have errands to run. Yeah, there are, so let's see. The game starts... I think two o'clock. Art. So 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 gates will open at nine a.m. to get in there to get into the parking lot at Arrowhead. Two? I don't know what time the game's game at is. two. Okay. Uh, so that and the lot always opens five hours beforehand. So plenty of tailgating time. But for a lot of Kansas Cityans, that's not enough. And it's it's it. I don't get it. But again, who cares if I don't get it? Like you do you. That's oh, I so love awesome. That people love it. I love because I love to know that that's going on. I just don't want to be doing I, it. Like this Sunday, the AFC Championship game for the people who are going to go. You could get so the gates the, to get to the parking lot doesn't open till nine, and if you got there at four a.m., you wouldn't be the line's already going to be f- five cars deep in every single line. Stop! I guarantee. You, Seriously, guarantee you. Dang. And by if you get there at six a.m., <laughs> you might not even get in by kickoff. That's oh like it's goodness. just it's crazy. Mind blowing to me. And I know when I was in my twenties, I would have absolutely been here for that party that yeah. would have been so fun and for like i think for me i would love to go and i would even get there early if i were going to somebody else's tailgate mm-hmm. the thought of having to like these people get to the lot at 5 a.m they'll put up a tent in the just waiting to get in they'll put up a tent fire up the grill cook put it all away gates open they go in they set it all up again then tear it all down again mm-hmm. i'm exhausted the game hasn't even started yet I mean, I know we sound incredibly lame, and there are so many people who do it and love it. Like I said, I love to know that that's going on. It's kind of like New Year's Eve. I love to know that everybody's down in New York New York City at Times Square. I love to know it's happening. Mm-hmm. No desire to be there. All I imagine is if you have to pee, where are you going? Exactly. The only way you could ever – there's one way that I – because I would love Diaper. to see it in person. That's it. Diaper one. That's it. But I would spend – if I got some sort of deal or whatever to where I could be in a hotel room that – Whoa, what's Whoa, up, why Siri? Why did my watch just talk to me? Oh, Siri just talked. Scared me to death. But if I were in a hotel room, like overlooking Times Square, like if I could somehow yes. get like a view and just be look like look down amongst the whole thing, that would be awesome. But there's no way that room's going for less than three grand a night. A hundred, and it's just, oh, if minimum. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's just there's just no way. 
But uh, ex- exactly. How do you pee? And I bet you a lot of people wearing the adult diapers, which is a smart move. I don't know what else you would do. Seriously, I'm sure they have porta pots, but still, it would be far away. And the lines would be so long that you would basically just you'd, you'd get in line, you'd pee, but then you'd have to immediately go to the back of the line because by the time you got to the front of the line, you have to pee again. Yeah, and just to weave like weave through all those people, I I, I don't know. It just sounds terrible to me. Anyway, Anywho. anyway, hey, go Chiefs <laughs> yes. this Sunday, and, and whether you're uh, you're gonna love this cheap plug I'm about to do, but whether you're going to the parking lots of Arrowhead Stadium or you're gonna grill from the comfort of your own home, don't forget to pick up a delicious round of groceries from your local Hy-Vee. Tell them Mike Keller Tell sent you. Killer said, No, hey, real talk. We're on the podcast. Real yeah. talk. I'm so excited. Hi V approached us with an opportunity to do some work with them and help promote them this year, and they asked me to do it. I was like, oh my, Yes, look at you. Go, Mike. Like look at you. I'm very excited. Uh, obviously, they chose Jenny Matthews first, but she endorses literally everybody else in Kansas City, so they had to settle for me, and that's fine. Very grateful to start this partnership with Hi V, and, um, but all like, Things I have to say. I don't have to say anything on this podcast. You know, this it's not part of the contract I sign or anything. But so I, I'm, I'm choosing to because I really appreciate the work I've done with them so far. And uh, I, I just, uh, do you do like the fuel savers or whatever? Well, hold on. So they they sponsor the Chiefs. Yeah. And um, I know, and I haven't seen it yet. But you said that when you go, is it all the locations? But like they have a whole big Chiefs thing okay. happening in the store. Wilds are so so. They. Have, what was the note I got in the email they sent? They sent me a press release and something like they're investing $90 million in renovations to just their Kansas City stores alone. That's incredible. Which is awesome. And one of the first ones that got it was uh, in Lee Summit. Uh, Lee Summit people, 50 Highway at 3rd Street, that high V right there, uh, just got this whole new remodel. And this is the first one in the area, but I know more are on the way. But literally, when you walk, you like you walk in the front door and you turn right. And you know that, that, that front area where like guest services and the restrooms are and things like that. Well, they've got this whole thing that just says Chief's Kingdom. And you walk in, and Jenny, it's about half the size of the actual pro shop at Arrowhead Stadium where all this Chiefs, Chiefs gear are. And there's like a ton of Chiefs gear. I mean, oh, there's no jerseys, way. shirts, coffee mugs, Aww. even even uh, the Convert, the Chuck Taylors, the Converse shoes. Yeah. But like red and, spar- red and sparkly oh ones God. that say Chiefs on them. I'm, I'm like, what? I'm like, Chiefs where am Chucks, I? Chiefs Chotchkeys. <laughs> Chiefs Chucks. <laughs> Chief Chucks. I'm sure they have bobbleheads and such as well. All of the things. And I'm, okay. I'm like, that's super fun. I'm like, I feel like, I mean, I, I kind of felt like I was at a rally house for yeah. all I knew. I mean, it was insane. I was like, I'm at a grocery store. Like, I could get a loaf of bread and a pair of Chief Chucks. Yeah. Like, it was, it was insane. So, so very cool for, uh, for, for Hy-Vee. And I, I'm like, I did save, uh, and save 60 cents per gallon on the fill-up yesterday. You thought you were living your best life. Oh, man. I guess on the grocery shopping topic, um, a new survey has come out, and it's talked about the most annoying things about grocery shopping, like waiting in lines, um, and then there are... I would like to guess a number one. Well, well, hold on a minute. So then there are annoying things about grocery delivery, like having substitute items delivered that you don't like. Because I think a lot of people who would say, oh, I don't like the lines of the grocery store. I hate the act of going to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Just order online. I'm going to be real with you. I tried it. I did it for a little while. If you order the same thing every week and you can just hit that favorites button or whatever, not really that big of a deal. But it is a lot of brain power for me to have to sit there and think, oh my God, what do I need? Unless you have specific recipes or something planned out. Um, and then the substitution thing stresses me out. All right, we we, we uh, when, when Kate and I would do the online, we actually haven't even tried that with Hy-Vee one yet because there's one close to us. We just go. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the past, when I've done that, yeah, there has never not been a substitution. 
And I know that like some stores will text you like, hey, we yes. don't have this. Would you be okay with this instead? There was a time we did that where that was not the case and they just auto substituted. And they, I okay, I remember. Do you remember a what ba- it was? Bag of frozen chicken fingers, right? You just throw in the air fryer, right? Yep, like yep. E- easy enough. And I think we had ordered like the Tyson ones or whatever. And like that particular size was out of stock. So instead of getting us a different Tyson bag, be it a different size or something like that, they went with this off brand might as well have been a bag of frozen hockey pucks, chicken yeah. nuggets, awful. And I'm like, what? What makes you think that this is an, accept- an acceptable well, substitute? Now, see, hold on a minute. Maybe the shopper was like, you know what? These are the cheapest ones. I don't know what the financial situation of this couple is, but I am going to give them the best bargain I can give them. That's the, see, intent. Mike, it's all about intent. Mm, you know what? I appreciate that frozen bag of vulcanized <laughs> rubber. It was delicious. It was just delightful. It was. I'm going to tell you what's really good is at Costco, I've talked about this before, they have the nuggets that I got, I cannot for the life of me right now think of the brand, but they look, you can look at the bag and see, they look like the Chick-fil-A nuggets. You know how those nuggets are, they're a certain shape. Yeah. You put these suckers in the air fryer and I'm telling you, I could fool my children. They would believe they were Chick-fil-A nuggets. They are that exact. Now, have you, because I know... I have seen on the high V shelves the, uh, the the Chick-fil-A sauce yeah. is available. Oh yeah. Now see, I am a lover of the Chick-fil-A sauce. So if you went my kids not if so you, much. If you went and got the nuggets that are just like Chick-fil-A nuggets, and then you got the Chick-fil-A sauce, mm-hmm. my God. And then hell, maybe you just go get some Andy's frozen custard in the freezer while you're at it, Jenny. We you already be- don't leave your house enough. Jeez. <laughs> we should we should not be having this conversation right now. I'm starving. I'm sorry. Um, okay, so yeah, try to guess the most irritating things about grocery shopping in person. The number, well, the number one thing was long, long lines. But can you think of some other things that like why people would hate to go to the actual grocery store? People who don't understand that when you do self checkout, it needs to be, and I'll go a, a number higher than I'm comfortable with, but kind of a mean. It needs to be twenty items or less. I was at, I think it was a Target one time at, at my Target and Lee Summit, and there was a woman. In, and th- by the way, the self-checkout line was already pretty backed up. It was busy. I think it was like a week before Christmas or whatever. And when I tell you that she had a cart full of groceries and no big items, a cart full of smaller sized items, she was stocking up. No problem. Do what you got to do. And she was waiting in a self-checkout line. No. And she must have had, mm-hmm. without exaggerating, at least 65 items. And I'm like, how rude. Well, not How rude, rude do you have to be? Also, I can't believe she would want to deal with that. Because I always look at my cart and assess and think, do I... You know, because there's not that much room in the self-checkout area with mm-hmm. the bags and stuff. I'm like, do I even want to do this? So I'm surprised she didn't have the self-awareness to, to not do that. I, I just thought um, that was one of the... And and, and Jenny, I'm, I'm trying to learn from you. It's all about intent. It's all about intent. I don't think she mm-hmm. intended to be rude. No. But at the same time, whether you intend to or not, you can be accidentally rude. Or, and I did feel like that was very rude well, of her. Or she could have just been excited because I'm not going to lie. When self-checkouts first came out, I was really excited because my whole life, I, I always wanted to... I always wanted to be the lady at the grocery store. I always wanted to be the clerk. Does it make you jealous that I was a bagger at a grocery store? No, because you weren't the cashier. I wanted to be the cashier. Okay, okay. Sorry. I mean, there's still time, Jenny. You have great hours now. You can go work the afternoon shift at Hy-Vee. I know people now. I can get you a job. I mean, so the self-checkout is that was actually on the list, but it's the unexpected item in the bagging area at the self-checkout that drives people bananas and makes them not want to go in person. Have you not had that experience? The unexpected item? So it's like, okay, you scan your... Bananas or whatever, and yeah. you you put banana scanner you banana you scan a banana, and you put, and you put it like maybe 
off to the side and it doesn't quite hit. There must be a scale. There's or a something. weight. Yeah, there's yeah. a weight sensor. Well, sometimes it doesn't read, or sometimes you put it just in the wrong spot on the on the area and it doesn't read, and so it's like, oh, unexpected item in baggage area, and mm-hmm. then you have to call and the person has to come over, and it's just the whole process. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, carts that don't move well, lack of stock, slow walkers, forgetting something, oh other gosh. shoppers invading S- your personal space. Slow walkers in the middle mm-hmm. of the aisle. Mm-hmm. Like, did, did your parents teach you nothing? Stand, especially, there are people who will stop in the middle of the aisle to look at a can of soup. Like, scoot your cart over. I think for me, it's just at the store, I like to be able to... Look at the aisle, look at the stuff in the aisles because that would remind me of what I need. Yep. I might be like, oh, I totally forgot I needed breadcrumbs until I saw them. You know, of so, classic panko breadcrumbs for sure. Why does my watch keep talking to me? I don't, Stop talking to me. I don't want to try again. What's watch. Going What's going on? Wow. Um, Are you listening, Biden? No. <laughs> <laughs> And no, that's not a one-sided joke. He just happens to be the president at the time. Uh, see how we have to apologize. I know, we always have to apologize. For, you, gotta, you gotta say, hey, I just want you to know that's just a joke about whoever the president may be. That's not a shot at a liberal or a Democrat or a Republican or a conservative. Moving on. Moving on. Overall, to wrap up the topic, overall, do you prefer shopping in-store or online for your grocery needs? I, uh, I do prefer shopping in-store because I need to make my own substitution choices or choose to just eliminate that item from my list if that item isn't available. That being said, uh, the the convenience of the aisles online cannot be underrated. There is something about when Katie will do the shopping online, she'll she'll make the deal. She'll do the uh, she'll pick all the items on the website or the app or wherever it is, and then she'll be like, hey, can you go to Hy-Vee at 3.30 and pick it up? Yep, and I literally just show up. Last name, Keller. Yep, got it. I open. I don't even get out of the car. I open the trunk, yeah. and, they, and they load it all into your car for you. I'll and, tell you, uh, I had never done gone. that. I did that during COVID when I didn't have a choice. We needed stuff, mm-hmm. and we all had it, and so I had to do that. And I have to tell you, that is that was incredibly convenient. And you know what else I would have loved that is when I had – newborns or just babies and those babies would be sleeping in the car seat and it'd be five degrees outside and i would have given anything that wasn't actually available then but i would have given anything for that service i will say now there is grocery delivery available yeah i've done that so that that that's been cool uh uh, for me so like for me i I, i'm an h plus member Mm -hmm. h plus of course you are which which does include free delivery of the groceries which we we used for the first time last week and because we were just and honestly no good reason because we were just lazy af like we were just feeling i'm like i do not feel like going anywhere and she's like well we need this as a side for dinner tonight but it was like 11 o'clock so i was able to hop on 11 o'clock set like a four o'clock delivery mm-hmm. no ch- Oh, we've mm. done it. It's it's a beautiful thing. Mm. I think again, though, it requires a little brain power. If you're going to do your whole load of groceries for you guys, you obviously knew we need. We know, needed this, like this, three this. bags, of, like three yeah, plastic bags of stuff. That's totally so, different. Yeah. But yeah, to do the entire load of groceries, I, it stresses me out. But so let's talk about how old we are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, okay, so I'm just thinking about this. So like, when we put up this podcast, like, there's a website that we go to where I can like see the numbers. <laughs> and like, honestly, you know who listens to our podcast the most? No, 23 to 27 year olds. Oh, you guys think we're old and. And, and, and all we've talked about is, you know, I'd rather stay home than go to the football game. And let's Tailgate. talk about the let's talk about the grocery store situation. I hate when the cart has a squeaky wheel. You know oh what I'm you know, you know what I'm so reminded ancient. of? We're like that. Uh, have you seen those progressive commercials? Like, you know, dude, don't, don't become, become your, your parents. parents. Yes. And he's got he's helping the guy through the grocery store. <laughs> and he's like, excuse, all oh, good, a manager, uh, Brian and produce, very helpful. Oh, but I'm embarrassed now. I'm but embarrassed. here, but here's the thing. I've told the grocery. 
I, I think since I've worked in a grocery store before, I have no problem going up to manager. Like, hey, by the way, I want you to know that guy's doing a great job. I, and that's another reason I'm such, I'm like, for, okay, you remember I told you there's the test of if you're a good person, if you, if you take the cart back to the cart corral. Yes. And that's just the natural, that's just the natural way of testing if someone's a good person. If you don't take your cart back to the cart corral, you're a terrible person. That's just the way it is. Um, not only that, you know how carts, there's like the big cart and the little cart now. Yeah. If it's not too much of a hassle, I, because I've pushed those carts before, I will move all of the big carts onto one side Aww, to and out. all of the little carts to the other side so that when the cart person comes out there, they can just grab and go. Because you know what? They're busy. They got things. Me, I'm going home. I'm done for the day. So I'm here. Here. Least one, I can time, do. one time, and I'll never forget because I was so embarrassed because this lady literally yelled at me at the cart corral. I did not I did not see the sign that said small carts large carts. I don't know why I don't know why but I didn't see it. I saw it after she yelled at me oh, but I, I didn't, didn't know see there were it prior. Signs. Well, there at this particular store there was and I and I accidentally I put the cart in the wrong spot. Yeah. And she I mean she was yelling like attacking me in the parking lot and I just like ran to my car. I was so embarrassed and then I and then I looked and I'm like, "Oh god, the sign is right there." But I just mm. I didn't see it. Mm. I know, but then I was like, "Oh, she hates me and thinks and, I'm a terrible person." And you know what to do in that situation and obviously in the middle of panic mode, you're not going to think like this. Honestly, like you'll keep them quiet because at the end of the day she was she was right well she know. was right but right. but she didn't know that i didn't see the right. sign and, so in and, my car i mean she couldn't think, even hear me at this point and in the car i was like i didn't see the sign i didn't see the sign but i think at that point if you could stop and say like i i would just like admit defeat i would go i am such an idiot i didn't even see that sign i get like i totally understand why you're upset with me and i like i would be too thank you i i swear i didn't see it I'm going to move it right now. Thank uh, you for letting me know. There I don't, was, there was no her, engaging with this woman, her, just I so be, you know. I don't want to be that person. No, she was an angry, angry human being, so right. there was no engaging. But I've been in my car. I was like, he was like whispering it to myself. I was like, I didn't see the sign. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Have I ever told you the story of why I'm an incredible person? I'm a good person oh, going gosh, to heaven? No, I don't think so. So back in my cart pushing days, I've never told you the story. Back know. in my cart pushing days, I was pushing carts in, into, the, uh, into the store, mm -hmm. and um, somebody, and I could only imagine how I would feel, and I'm 16 years old. Somebody left their wallet in the cart. Mm. It, was, it, was, it was a man's wallet. It was just a little trifold wallet. And I was like, ah, this dude. I'm like, oh, no, this dude left his wallet. So I didn't open it. I didn't do anything. I literally kept it closed, pushed the carts, and went up to customer service. I said, hey. I said, hey, I found this in one of the carts out in the, in the parking lot. So it's yeah. just if somebody calls, here's their wallet. Whatever. Right. Didn't even think about it. A week later, I get called to the, 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 the manager's office. Her name is Pat. I'm a very nice person. But she... Like Pat would never have a need. She she is the oh, the manager of the entire store. She's not a department manager. She's not a she is the the whole store boss. And for her to call me a lowly grocery bagger up, like it was weird. And I'm thinking to myself, and I went up there and I wasn't too nervous. So I'm like, I know I'm a good employee, and I'm like, I'm not getting fired. I didn't I didn't do anything wrong. And she sits me down and she says, Hey, do you remember last week when you returned that wallet? She was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. And, I was, and she's like, uh, did you look in that wallet at all? And I said, no. Um, like, I just, I saw it and I just, I immediately brought it up because that's, she's like, did, she's like, be honest. Did you take anything? No. And I'm yeah. like, no, I didn't. And I'm like, like, I, I promise you I didn't. Like, I'm, just, and I told her, I was like, I'm, I'm freaking out right now because I, I feel like you think I did something wrong or something bad. Like, I didn't even open it. I just saw it and I brought it to customer service. And I, I, Pat, I forgot about it since then. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay. She's like, I know you didn't because we did, the customer did call, did get his wallet back. 
there was $2,000 cash in that wallet. Shut up. And they like couldn't believe that me, a punk 16-year-old, I wouldn't believe me either. They couldn't believe that I would at least take like 100 bucks for wow. myself. I didn't. Apparently, here's what kind of ticked me off though. We were I was technically part I was part of a union, and when you're a union, you can't accept tips or so or, Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a union person listening. Like that's not the case. Like I, I, it was a long time ago. Well, sometimes that's just a rule. Sometimes you can't. It says it. You yeah. Can't tip and them. so like we weren't. If we helped somebody out to the car with their groceries, we were not allowed to accept tips. Mm-hmm. I had one guy literally force five dollars in my pocket. And I'm telling. I'm, I'm like, dude, if they. I, I told him like, if you accept tips, you're fired basically. And I so, and I told him that. I'm like, thank you. I'm like, but I can't take that anyway. So she asked me about it, and I tell her, you know, no, I didn't. And and he had offered to give me like a hundred bucks. He was like, he's like, hey, give this bagger a hundred bucks. Say thank you for returning my wallet. Yeah. And she couldn't give it to you. Nope. Seriously. And I'm like, that's kind of some bullshit right there. That I would have really. I, I'm like, come on, you can't give a 16 year old who is obviously going to need a look. I got beer to buy to impress girls this weekend. Well, come on. You know what? Just know that you did the right thing. I've done that. I've returned wallets I know, several I, times. I just wanted to say that publicly so that everybody knows that I am a great person. You really are. Thank you for the <laughs> acknowledgement. And I think that's a great place to end this podcast. I don't know. I could outdo you on the returning something story. That's all the time we have. for this. But no, I want to hear yours. We got time. Let's go. It's, it's uh. No, one time, and this is so many years ago that it's when phone books were the way, and I had gone to an ATM machine, and there was a wad of cash sticking out of the machine, nice. and the card, and it had the person's name on it, and I, the bank was closed, so it's not like I could go inside, and the person I was with, we actually looked up in the phone book, we looked up this person's name, and it was a very unique name, so it wasn't like a Joe Smith, you, you know what I mean? You look, in what? The phone book, I know. The what? <laughs> the yellow, the, the white pages. <laughs> the, wow, that's racist. Um, but stop it. <laughs> but anyway, we looked up the person's name and found them, and it was in a um, a, a very poor section of town, and um, gave them back the said, "Hey, are you so and so? Were you by chance at this particular bank?" And it was it was an older woman, burst into tears. And couldn't believe like that we not only found her, but brought her ATM card and her money. And it turns out it was some situation like that where it was like it was the last money she had. It was for something extremely important. I don't mm-hmm. remember. And a lot of people would be like, oh, that's there's no way like that's scam. Like, she, of course, she said it was her wallet. No, it was you had to be there. But it was legit. It was her and it was her stuff. And it was it, it felt good to do the right thing. It does. It does. I it know, does. I know. I know. Even when you don't get the hundred dollar tip. All right, let's play. <laughs> let's uh, let's play one up here. So Ryan Hurd concert uh, last Friday night at the Truman. Ryan comes to town. Uh, if you ever go to a concert to a Truman, by the way, there's a parking lot right behind the building. Ten bucks to park. And so this guy, um, I hand him a twenty. So I need ten bucks and change, and he hands me what he thinks are two fives. He actually handed me a ten and a five. Uh... I gave you him gave the five dollars back. back. You're a good person. You know what? Because I'm just I'm very nice and I'm very uh I haven't always done there was one time where I was given change and I ended up I was like an O'Reilly Auto Parts mm-hmm. and I ended up and it was like I, I ended up getting like an extra ten dollars. I only bought twenty dollars worth of things and I gave him I was supposed to get like thirteen dollars and change, but I got twenty three, so I ended up getting like I ended up getting the items plus three dollars as I walked out the door. I did not tell them. I was like, I'm out of here. Well, I'm not going to act like I'm some kind of a saint because we've all been there and done that. Yeah. Um, I remember one time at Target, <laughs> I bought some Lindor chocolates. They're in those, that red bag. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Lindor chocolates. Oh, the Lindor chocolates. <laughs> Delightful. Mm. And they were stuck like in the, you know, between the, 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 the where the kid sits and then the cart part. It was just yeah. legitimately stuck. Totally forgot to scan it. And um, my God, Mike, I've spent thousands upon thousands <laughs> of dollars at Target. <laughs> and I had two little kids and I was like, you know what? We're just going to call it a day with this one. <laughs> 
yeah. I kept it. But do you know, do you see how the guilt, it plagues me because it's still there. Yeah. But I've also done the same thing where I've returned, I've gone back into the store to pay for something because I can't, my conscience will, will eat me up. See, I just admitted I confessed about the Lindor. I honestly got to feel like I should go back to Target today and tell them. There's a, oh, that's weird. The uh, ACPD are outside our door. <laughs> uh, we got to go. Okay, bye. <laughs> Quick, out the window.